with one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Travis. I got my brother Quentin with me, as always. And this is this is July and January Q. We're just going through these, these summery, beachy albums from the 2010s. Some easy vibing. A couple weeks ago was Beach House. Last week was Beach Fossils. We did not keep the, the the trend up, though. This is not a band with a name that includes the word beach, but this is real estate we're talking about here. You know, they, they, they're they in the same, like, ballpark of, like, this kind of surfy indie pop, right? But compared to Beach Fossils and Beach House, as we're going to see with this record queue, I would not classify these guys as dream pop or shoegaze whatsoever. So, like... We're breaking away from from dream pop, but this is still in the same like umbrella, I think, of like this really like jangly guitar, right? And like songs about youth and like nostalgia and stuff like that. But these guys, I feel like, are a little bit more mature in their sound. I wonder how many of our listeners were just like, oh, they're finally going to stop talking about dream pop. Thank God. You know what I mean, dude? Yeah, well... <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Dream Pop. I don't pop, think dude. we can go five minutes without mentioning either Shoegaze or Dream Pop in this podcast. But you know what, dude? I think we've we've established that it's without a doubt our favorite genre, you know? Well, yeah, what we've... Take your pick of, of whatever flavor you want, you know? Yeah. Shoegaze, Dream Pop. But we've been... It's all groovy. You know, we've been in that ballpark for our 2022 episode so far because we're talking about 2010 indie music. Or indie music from the 2010s, yeah, and right? That, and that's just kind of like the and flavor. That's kind of what happened. Yeah, that was the flavor right. at the time. And Beach House kind of kicked it all off. Yeah, it's it's like doing a, a stint of episodes on albums from New York in the early 2000s and not yeah. covering garage rock, right? Right. that was what it was. Post-punk, yeah. Yeah. And we've already done that, Q. We've already done episodes on The Strokes and Interpol. So. We did. And we should revisit those bands, dude. Totally. You know? Totally. Because I think we did Is This It. I would love to talk about Room on Fire. Room on Fire. Or their new one, dude. The newest new uh, one, yeah. The, what is it called? The New Abnormal or the, something like that, isn't it? Something like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great that one. That came out, what, 2020? 
2020. Yeah, which is bizarre considering the name. That was like their full circle moment, it feels like, you know, because definitely their newest record sounded like some of their older stuff, finally, right? Anyway, yep. so Q, from, from what you've told me, you have a little bit of familiarity with real estate, but nothing beyond the singles, right? So you are exactly the type of audience member that we hope to reach, right? Somebody who's familiar with the singles, but hasn't really listened to anything else, right? So I can't yeah, tell dude, you how excited I, I am about this moment right here, Q. I can't even name singles off the top of my head. Real estate's one of those bands that, you know, I, I love what I hear, mm-hmm. but I never dove deeper and, and gave an album a solid listen all the way through, you know? Real estate's always been one of those bands that, um, yeah, I guess they just, for, for whatever reason, I they were low enough under my radar. I don't know why, dude. I don't know why I've, I've I never got into them. It's kind of like with my revelation about you, you know, not digging deep into Minus Mouse. Yeah, it's very similar. Where it's like, I don't know why I haven't <laughs> really dug into Modest Mouse, right? Well, today's the day, dude. And I hope that there's a lot of other listeners that are in the same boat as me that are going to enjoy some some tunes for the first time with us. Yeah. Well, hopefully. not with you, Trav. You're familiar with the real estate. So I am very familiar with them. How familiar are you with their entire catalog? I mean, really, it's um, it's this record, Days, and then it's the one that came out after it called Atlas. Those are the two that I'm super familiar with. And that's because, likely because, you know, this was, you know, we were running a music blog at the time. And these guys, we, we talked about them. Right. I might have been the one that covered them, right? Um, I actually brought a real estate song to our best of 2020 episodes because they, they put out a record in 2020 called The Main Thing. Oh, that's right. Which was pretty interesting. Like, it, you know, it, it was an interesting, like, evolution of, of their sound, right? A little bit more experimental, you know, kind of more progressive. Yeah, more like prog rock. Yeah, that's right. And and doesn't Days show up on our uh, top one hundred of the twenty? Oh, it has to. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it has does. to. Something from Real Estate is on that list for sure. Yeah. But with Days, so this is their second record. They had a self titled that came out in two thousand nine, but kind of like Beach House, Days is their first release under Domino Records, which Q, you're probably familiar with Domino. It's a pretty big indie label, right? Can't think of artists that are on there off the top of my head. But oh, yes, I guarantee absolutely. you there's some that we've talked about probably in the last few weeks that are on Domino, right? It's a huge label. But anyway, yeah. um, so, you know, when you listen to their first record, their self-titled record, you know, it doesn't sound as polished, right? Kind of like Beach Fossil's early stuff. And, and same we- with Beach House going from... I said Beach Fossil. Damn it. I, keep, I said Beach I meant Beach <laughs> House. I'm going to keep doing that. But um, yeah. yeah, Beach House going to Sub Pop, right? So yeah. yeah, I was gonna say like, well, beach fossils—that's what they're going for. That yeah, right? yeah, we yeah. talked about that a lot last week. Like, that was the that DIY sound that he was kind of known for. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I my guess is I don't know the answer off the top of my head, but I'm guessing Beach Fossils was signed to a pretty well-known indie label after the his self-titled, right? So it's kind of the thing that you do as an indie band, right? This is what it. This is kind of how it goes, right? You put out your own stuff at first, and then you get picked up by. An indie label, right? Especially so anyway, around this time. Yeah, you know, definitely. Early 2000s, that's, that's when it was happening. This was the time that like bands like this would get picked up by a music blog and then they would get some popularity, right? 
So anyway, um, so yeah, this song or this record is just has a, a more polished and like packaged sound. You can tell they kind of figured it out. But I was going to say, and we're going to hear this definitely on the first track that I'm going to play. When you think back to the last two weeks, if you listen to our episodes or if you're familiar with Beach House and Beach Fossils, you know, we talked a lot about like the nostalgia and like the the sort of like longing for childhood and like teen, your teenage years and stuff like that, but almost framed in a, in a positive light, I feel like. Like with Beach Fossils and Beach House, it's like this positive nostalgia that's like tied to it, I think. But with this record by real estate, it shifts to like this, almost like this melancholy, you know what I mean? Cause like with nostalgia, you can either like feel like joy, like with nostalgia, or you can feel like sadness, right? With this record, I feel like it's a little bit more like that sadness, you know, the melancholy and stuff like that. Melancholy feelings mixed with this style of music that to me almost sounds like a perfect blend of, of what you'd get out of a, a beach house and a beach fossils record put together yeah because beach house is a little bit darker right yeah and right. beach beach fossils like he talked about was uh that twee oh, twee genre, yeah. new genre that we learned about last week he was all about that twee dude yeah where it was purposely like this innocent this feeling of like innocence right and like simple love songs right these guys particularly i'm not, let me name the roster here but um Martin Courtney is the main main singer, guitar player, main songwriter. Alex Bleeker, uh, at least for this record, some of, some of their members have kind of switched out. Matt Mondanile and Jackson Paulus. They they sing about sort of like just the feelings of 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 growing up in the in the suburbs, right? Something that you and I can relate to. A lot of people can relate to, and just that. I think what this is, this record, you know, let's just play a song. I'm I'm talking too much here. We'll have plenty of time to, to analyze this stuff. But just think about that, right? Nostalgia and, and, associated with growing up in the suburbs. And let me just say real quick, take a look at that album cover. I mean, there's that cookie cutter neighborhood, right? Totally. If that's what I, if that's what, it's what it looks like to me. Like yeah. That. And that, let me tell you about that artwork here, Q, because I've actually got the photo credit. That is from a book called Homes for America from 1966. Uh, it's this guy named Dan Graham, uh, a conceptual artist who um, who just drove around taking pictures of homes, right? But it's supposed to, you know, the way that that photo looks, it doesn't necessarily look pleasing. You know what I mean? That's like looks, the uh, humdrum. Like, it's like liminal space, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like um, suburbia almost, right? Right. And... Um, yeah, what's interesting is that photo, if you look at the album art, it is uh, a photo of, what I guess, what's called tracked housing in uh, Bayonet, New Jersey. And that is where so the group is from, New Jersey. That's like a dystopian suburbia. Almost, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's, that is that that is perfect for, for, for what they're singing about. Dude, but it's still go. like a Dystop longing for it, you know? There's your title, dude. Dystopian Suburbia. Yeah. The music of real estate. All right. We're <laughs> going to listen to uh, track two for our first pick here. This is a beautiful song, man. That That's one thing I wanted to talk about with this record. It is a beautiful record, dude. The the melodies, the harmonizing. Melancholy is a, is a, good, a good word for it. So let's dive in here. This song is called Green Isles. 
that's great, man. They definitely have a little bit more um, complexity to their song structures, yeah, compared to to Beach Fossils, but still a very similar vein, like simple but complex. Yeah, I mean the thing with um, Beach House, at least, you know, it's a it's a single guitar and it's an organ, right? Mm-hmm. With real estate, like. This is a guitar band. I mean, it's almost like Crosby, Sills, and Nash level, right? As far as like, what, the guitar? Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I mean... Just just like heavy on the guitar. Sure, you know, sure. Pick any band from that era. Yeah, uh, it, know, the, it definitely pulls from, from, that, kinda... from that era, sure. Yeah. Like, uh, there's going to be a song that we play a little bit later um, that makes me think of The Birds. Um, nice. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. But let's talk about the lyrics, dude, because that's what this song is all about. The song is is basically about, you know, you're a kid and you're riding your bike down the street, going to your your crush's house or something like that, right? So he says, under dormant trees, under bright lit skies, mountains of maple leaves standing side by side, the phone lines, the street lights led me to you. And if you just sit tight, I'll be there soon. I mean, yeah, that brings back memories. It does, of, doesn't it? You know, like young love. Immediately, that brings back those kind of memories. Or me. of just, just you know, your neighborhood when you're growing up is like, that's your, your world, right? As far as like, you know, when was the last time? I mean, I walk around my neighborhood all the time as an adult, but I'm just saying like when you're a kid, it's different. It's like this, it's like you're a playground almost. Like, dude, we used to, we used to do that all the time. We used to walk to, you know, we walk to the to the uh, baseball card shop, you know, down yep. the street. Yep. We go get donuts with our friends and stuff. Yeah. We hung out with, uh, just shout out to Mitchell real quick, dude. Anytime we bring up our childhood, man, shout out to our old childhood childhood friend, Mitch. Yeah, man. It was, it was all about the living in that, that suburbia, you know, where, you know, we were lucky enough to feel, to live in a, in a neighborhood where we felt safe, you know, and yeah. our parents- felt comfortable letting us just roam free sure, in the neighborhood, yeah. you know? But yeah, the uh, leading up to the course, he says, all, well, actually, this is a course. Uh, all those wasted miles, all those aimless drives through green aisles, our careless lifestyle, it was not so unwise. Which is kind of like a double double negative. I guess he's saying that it, it was wise, not so unwise. Yeah. <laughs> careless lifestyle, but yeah. Anyway, so um, he is talking about riding. This is riding on a bicycle. Yeah, he, yeah. He explicitly about. says uh, yeah. he blacked out on a bicycle making his way back home. Yeah, but like I, I like the imagery of like the street lights and the phone lines are leading me to you. You know. Yeah, I like that's that a great imagery. line. I also really like the. Um, I guess it was the the verse, but how they always like that. The drums were always like, and it did that like, oh yeah, for every uh-huh. uh, line of the verse. I really liked that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to keep that in mind, dude. I've been, I've found some jam buddies, so I've been getting a chance to jam again oh, nice. every week. So I'm gonna try to keep that in mind, dude, nice, for dude. our next jam session. So, Q, what do you think about the vocals? So, like, as far as harmonizing and stuff, I think these guys align themselves more with Beach Boys than any of the other two groups we've talked about this year. Yeah, definitely some the, the the melody structure. Yeah, the he's hitting that sweet spot of like you know the Brian Wilson Beach Boys yeah. harmony sound that we all know and love, right? Yep. 
So that harkens back to the 60s. Yeah, totally. You know, and that's California kind of, dreaming. you know, I feel like what, what, what real estate does really well is they, they harken back to the 60s with their melodies and stuff and song structures. But the guitar work, I feel like, is almost more like that alt rock kind of almost like R.E.M. sometimes more the, the more light rem songs and and um more sort of in that vein so it's like alt rock kind of from the 80s 90s with like some 60s pop jingle pop type stuff kind of thrown oh in. man i got a great quote for that dude so all right let's hear it uh this is just a little article um on npr from it was a first listen article so this is probably what was what they said on on the radio but shortly after it came out, so this is in October of 2011, says here, given that the Beach Boys made a virtually eternal career out of a similar formula, cheery romanticism that masks an undercurrent of alienated melancholy, it's easy to get behind real estate's winsome charms, which are surprisingly well-suited to the arrival of cool weather. Then I'm going to jump down here. It says... The sounds being evoked aren't just the pop and rock of 60s beaches and garage and and garages but also the low power radio of 90s dorm rooms. That's perfect, dude. 60s beaches, 90s dorm rooms. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's it right there. That's it. It's perfect. <laughs> All right, so here's another another um song that falls in that same vein lyrically, I think. But this is a little bit more, you know, the last one was kind of like a a love song, right? This guy is just riding his bike, going to see his his his, uh, his girlfriend, right? This one, I think, deals with something a little bit more um, heartbreak, Q. So, you know, we're, we're getting both sides of it here. A little melancholy, if you That's will. right. All right. This song is called Municipality.
Another simple tune, dude, but killer guitar riff. Mm-hmm. So, um, this, you know what, dude? Well, let me do something. Let me, sometimes I like to, to, to do this cue. YouTube comments are both, you know, just the bottom of the barrel, right? Of, of, um, of humanity, but also sometimes they're like spot on. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, dude. Like, uh, dude, I'll never forget, um, that one comment when we finally got some new music from Kings of Convenience. It was like the top comment on the YouTube for the the video. I can't remember the song name, but they're like, and just when the world needed them most, Kings of Convenience return. Yeah, exactly. Well, here yeah, we go, could dude. Could not put it better, dude. Uh, so um, real estate back in 2012, they were on NPR's Tiny Desk concert series, right? Which if you're familiar with that, it's, Acoustic, right? Yep. It spans doing acoustic. Pared down versions of, uh, of their of, songs, yeah. Of their songs, yep. Anyway, top comment. These songs feel like going back to the neighborhood I grew up in after years of living out of state. Nostalgic, simultaneously sweet, and melancholic. And that's it, right? It is sweet, but it also makes you kind of sad, right? And uh, one thing so I was thinking. bittersweet is what I... Yeah. Bittersweet. You know, a lot of indie bands, right, they, they're putting out records, their first records, probably like early 20s, right? That's the time in most people's lives where they are, they've moved away from home, right? You're no longer a kid anymore. You're an adult, so you're starting to navigate the world. And I, I think it's probably no wonder that a lot of these young bands, at least if you're going to write this kind of music, it's going to sing about this kind of stuff. Like... This is the first time that you're out there in the real world, you know, you're probably longing for home if you just moved away from home, because a lot of people do, right? And so, like, oh, yeah. it, it's kind of, it, you know, this phase of, of most of our lives, you know, probably does revolve around some of this. And you're discovering a lot about yourself as an independent human being, right? Yeah. Totally different world. But life's, life's never going to be like it was when you were a kid, right? Like, it's never going to be that way again, right? And a lot of people deal with that and it's sort of like you go through like a a mourning phase i mean that's what nostalgia is it's just like (laughs) yeah making you sort of long for that perceived like innocence of childhood whether or not it was true or not right those are simpler times dude simpler times so yeah again (laughs) this the the lyrics of the song it's just this guy's just driving through his neighborhood the idea here is that the you know he's heartbroken his lover just told him like hey man go be free like don't boxed down by me like we broke up go spread your wings and fly you know what i mean all right and he's just saying how can i be free when all i want to be is by your side in that municipality he just wants to be by your side again you know he's driving around he's feeling nostalgic feeling upset but yeah simple song great song uh again the guitar and the and the the, the harmonizing is kind of what what does it for me with these guys Oh, I got another great quote, dude. Go ahead. <laughs> so from Pitchfork is the album review. This got an 8.7, dude. Best new music when it was released in October of 2011. But here's what it says here. It says, this music bears a simplicity to match. Um, I think he's saying uh, similar to the debut. These aren't minimal songs by any means, but the layers of cycling guitar 
rolling rhythm, and gentle echo are always understated, more about conveying feeling than showing off the band's considerable chops. They know what they're doing, dude. They got the chops, and and that's not what this is about. It's more about conveying feeling. Evoking like a certain feeling and emotion, you know? Yeah, dude. They're really good at pairing the lyrics with the sound, the melody. Like, what he's singing about aligns perfectly with the music, right? He's really good at that. Yeah, so, really great. Speaking of which, this next song is, is, is kind of a standout on the record. And I'm not sure how often uh, he sings on other records. But this, this next song has a different singer, the bass player. So actually, he has—he is actually Mar. He's probably the the back the backup vocalist, but he did sing lead vocals on this particular song here. Bass player's name is Alex Bleeker, and he both wrote and sung this song here. And it's always been a standout favorite of mine. And Q, I want you to think about the birds, and one particular song. We'll talk about it, but you'll probably know what I'm talking about when it, when it gets to that that part of the song. But here we go. This is the next track on the record. One of my favorites, probably from the band, the song is called Wonder Years. I haven't even heard the whole album, dude, and it's my favorite. Yeah, it's great. So simple, but like... I can already tell. <laughs> the, dude, the the lyrics, man. This one particular lyric always stood out to me. It, it, uh, Jealous lovers left behind, wonder years passed me by. That's, yeah, that's it a, right there, dude. That's and that's what I'm talking about. Like when you hit line. your 20s or whatever, that's probably when you start to realize like, oh, perhaps the best years of my life are past me, right? As far as like... You know, that's typically not the case, right? But I mean, like you might think that like those innocent 
years of your childhood are gone, dude. They're not coming back yeah. ever. <laughs> nope. Got to find a way to relive it. Far away, but still on the mind. Think of you from time to time. He's probably reflecting back on like, you know, childhood love or something like that. But yeah, I just love the simplicity of the song. I love, I love his voice. His voice is great. That was your 90s uh, dorm room right there, dude. That had the very like, you know, that like easy listening kind of alt rock um, from like the 90s. I'm thinking like uh, Miracle Legion, you know? Yeah. Or, or yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, Polaris, right? Polaris, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, dude. Yeah. REM maybe, you know? We need to do Polaris soon. And I think this is a good, maybe we could do it within the next month or two. Yeah, yeah, dude. No, let's uh, let's do a, a combined episode. Polaris, let's do Polaris and Miracle Legion together. That's a good idea, yeah. Because, you know, as we all know, Polaris was like a fictionalized band for- For the Adventures of Pete and Pete. For the Adventures of Pete and Pete, but it was Miracle Legion, basically. Anyway, here's yeah. a quote cue from um, the Washington Post's review of the record back when it came out, because this is kind of what we're talking about here. The band reinforces that sense of bittersweet stasis- with cyclical riffs that resemble REM or the clean or built to spill or even Fleetwood Mac walking lazy laps around that track behind the high school. That's perfect. I like that, man. right? Yeah. You're just, you're stuck, right? That's what I'm talking about, the stasis where like, you know, you're just, you're walking, you're, you're walking laps in your high school, your high school track because you just, you don't want to leave. It's a simple jog, right? You're not trying to, to, lose your breath or anything it's a lazy lap yeah and listen to this this is a per- this is a great line there are some jangled chords some bright guitar leads and a rhythm section that operates somewhere between shy and proud yeah dude yeah it's great that's it man all right i love that track it's one of my favorites i think his voice is is, is a really good compliment to to martin's voice on the rest of the record but that's why that that particular song always stands out to me plus i love the everything about the song the name wonder years we all instantly think of the tv show (laughs) right right? um which is specifically about your your grade school years yeah exactly all right i got one more track for us here and this song i think is a little bit a little bit has a little bit more of a uh a uh, upbeat tempo to it a little bit but uh not as much as their two singles if you want to hear that the two times on this record where the band is more a little bit more upbeat and like happy i guess a bit more beach fossils maybe yeah listen to easy (laughs) and it's real easy was a song that played us in by the way but those are their two singles uh so anyway this next song is called younger than yesterday
right, that that that's not an upbeat song either, but <laughs> more of the same kind but of great like, though, man. Yeah, it's a, another great song. Love those lyrics. Yeah, I, I I also like the line where he says, "If it takes all summer long, just to write one simple song, there's too much to focus on. Clearly, that is something wrong." And I think that's funny that he's like um, talking about himself as a songwriter. You know, like, hey, man. Takes me all summer long to just write one freaking song here, one simple yeah, song. And, and he alludes to summer ending in that first line: "No more light green leaves." This summer held no words, and it's great too because their album was released in October. So mm. summer's over, still working on the song. Finally releases it in October. <laughs> yeah, and this is toward the end That's of the great. record too. So like summer's over, we're we're hitting the, the end of our. A record here, and the funny thing is, their their album before this one, their self titled record, was like explicitly about summertime, like and the beach and stuff like that. So, like, you know, this album represents like a change in like lyrically and stuff like that, thematically and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, this record to me is almost like the shift from summer to fall. You know, totally. But they had like on their first record, they had songs called Beachcomber, Pool Swimmers. You know. Let's, Let's rock, rock the, the beach. beach. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that little guitar solo in the middle of that song. It's kind of like a, uh, it's got that beach guitar, surf guitar vibe to it, but a little bit more kind of contemporary, you know? Yeah. It's got like a little bit of delay on it and like maybe some like fader. Guitar solos have been hard to come by for the last few decades, you know? It's always appreciated when bands are still, still dropping the solos. Yeah, you don't you don't get it very often, right? So when it, when it happens, at least you don't get it very often in, in like the indie genre. You get right. it all the time in metal and stuff like that. But yeah, you don't get it very often in this realm. And you know that's another thing that kind of makes them stand out. I don't think there's too many guitar solos on Beach House or Beach Fossils records, right? Right. So anyway, um, yeah, that's it, man. That's that, those are my picks. Love it, man. Short and sweet. Great album, dude. I can already tell that that I'm going to be digging it from the rip, dude. Why did it take me so long, man? That's, you know, you can't beat yourself up over Q. But I, I asked myself that question quite a bit with some of the picks I'll be bringing next week, oh, dude, dude, for our very first What You Heard of 2022. Finally, man, I can't wait. Where I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> How have I not listened to yeah. these, this group all these years, you know? But that's the beauty of music, man. Music is a journey. Yes, sir. You know, you'll always get to it whenever you get to yeah, it. Yeah, I'm actually going to be bringing a few songs from from the early 90s and the 80s that, yeah, I was just like, where where has this been all my life, man? So uh, if you like that, the, the tunes I just brought, listen to their follow-up record, Atlas. came out in 2014. It's kind of more of the same, really. And then the band sort of uh, went through some changes with their their personnel they lost uh one of the guitar players uh sounds like he was kind of a kind of an asshole so good riddance you know <laughs> that's good um but yeah atlas is 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 a really really good companion to days so again if you liked days those two are, are great records uh in their catalog but anyway again this band is called real estate and Q, before we close up here, we got to remind the people listening, you know, if they're feeling kind of melancholy right now from from this music and thinking about their youth and stuff, and thinking about that 
that that person in their life that just slipped through their hands, Q. Mm-hmm. And they were they were young. It's gone. Never getting it back. I'm wondering where you're going with this, dude. <laughs> well, you know, if you need to pick me up, <laughs> get yourself some TS to T. Nice, you know? nice, dude. Yeah, you know, I was going to bring it up earlier, dude, but I didn't want to like interrupt the flow of of this awesome album that we were tuning jamming to. So, yeah, dude. Um, let me tell you, man. So TS to T, we've been we've partnered with them. We've been singing their praise the last few months. Uh, it is premium loose leaf tea, and I just recently got some of their uh, classic English black tea. It's the Royal Breakfast is what it's called. And I thought, you know what? I really love their nutty almond cream, but I sure wish it was caffeinated. So I mixed the two, my friend. I mixed their black tea with their nutty almond cream, which is like a cinnamon almond herbal tea. And let me tell you, dude, perfection. So yeah, man, whole new world now, dude. Mix and match some of your favorite blends. But yeah, right now, if you use the offer code NOFILLER15 at checkout uh, on tiestatea.com, you can get 15% off your purchase. And, um, you know, if you're kind of not sure which which tea there is to try, I highly recommend their uh, sampler dry flight. Yeah, it's a good way to start. Yeah, there'll be something in that pack that you like. That'll be kind of your, you know, your starting point for this new world of loose leaf tea that you're about to step right into. Totally. And the, and the, um, the dry flight comes with these little pouches so that you can steep the tea, you know, cause it's loose leaf, but it comes with everything you need to get going. So again, that's TST, a bold tea for a bold you use that no filler 15 promo code at checkout. All right. So like we've been saying next week is our first what you heard of 2022 and if you're new to the show basically it's a mixtape episode if you if you will so we each bring five tracks you know there's no criteria there's no theme it's literally any song any decade any genre the rule that we're supposed to follow and you know we 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 try to is that this is supposed to be music that we had been listening to since the last What You Heard. Yeah. And so since the last What You Heard was like November of last year, you know, we've been listening to quite a bit of music since then, as you would imagine, right? So yeah. uh, this is not exactly like fresh on, on our uh, heavy rotation list. But these songs that we bring next week are going to be top-notch, Q, because of all the music that I've heard the last month and a half, like this is the five that I've that I've really stuck with me. Right? Yeah, and if you guys remember, I wanted to try very hard to wait until that new uh, Sound Carriers album dropped so that we could play it as an intro. Mm-hmm. I can't wait, dude. I'm not waiting that long. It's not coming out until the very yeah. last week, like at the very end of, of the last week in January. So, yeah, I'm just going to have to wait until the next uh, What You Heard. Well, usually intro us in with a brand new song from an artist for our watches so keep your ears plug or your ears uh open dude for for some new some new stuff because we got to find something great to intro in our first what you heard of the year but yeah dude i got five great great songs they all flow really well together bringing a vibe dude bringing a certain vibe and I can't wait, dude. Cannot wait. Well, until then, 
check us out on Instagram. You can just, you know, search No Filler Podcast. We'll pop right up. Follow us there um, if you want to get the latest episode info and other things. You know, we we need to we need to get back in the swing of that. I think. Uh, Man, for, it sure is hard, year. dude. Our so it is. We're just not good at the social medias. You know. You know. You know what, man? I, I'm just gonna blame it on my age, right? There you go. Why not? People have been doing it for years. That's a, a lazy cop out, but yeah, it I'm is. It is, but that's that's what I'm sticking with. It's just I, it just doesn't come naturally to me to to be on the social the social meds as they say. <laughs> but anyway, find us there, interact with us, send us a message on Instagram. You know, some people have reached out to us. It's great. Yeah, we love it. That's our favorite thing in the world. Tell us what you want to hear us talk about. Tell us what you liked about what we said. Tell us what we got wrong. You know, tell us that we fucked up. I would love to hear that. <laughs> um. And of course, you can also find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network. That's pantheonpodcast.com, home to many, many great music-related podcasts, including our own. And that's it. Next week, we'll be coming at you with a, a What You Heard, the very first of 2022. So don't miss it. All right, Q. Well, that's it. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. Y'all take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 